Yo, 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 it's your boy, Young Jedi Fresh, and this is the Young G.O.G. Podcast Show, episode 002, season 001. What's good, y'all? Yo, yo, it's your boy, Splashy. We out here. Ask Splashual. What up? <laughs> Ask Splashual, bro. I always really like that. Hey, yo. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. You know what I mean, bro. What's up, podcast? Sometimes we can't talk like dudes, man. We got to throw pauses and AOs in there, man. What's going on with the world these days? What up? <laughs> What's good, Splash? How we feeling today? Shit, bro. It's been a long day. Um, my sinuses are fucking killing me, bro. Like, I feel like I want to gouge my eyes out with toothpicks because my allergies are acting up. I thought I was getting sick, but I think it's allergies. Bro, I just got over a cold last week. Fam, and I was blaming you 100% and on the whole situation. You you about to get me you about to get me cold again. Son, people can't catch allergies if you don't have them, bro. As long as you're not catching feelings. Just play, just playing. Yo, what's good, world? Um, we were just checking out some stats and uh, the pilot episode did pretty well. Uh, we had a, a few few listens here and there. Got a lot of positive feedback. Um, yes. Shout out to my man, Big Ben. Uh, pause. Yo, <laughs> we go with the shout outs again? Yeah, I just want to shout out Ben because he, he really uh, took the time to um, listen That's to true. the show uh, and give us some feedback. Shout out to DT. Uh, DT's like ready. He's like, yo, when's episode two coming? I'm trying to do the weather. So shout out to DT. Shout out to Big Ben. Uh, no homo. And, uh, <laughs> like, There's nothing wrong with that uh, disclaimer. <laughs> Um, for all the feedback, everybody else who provided feedback to, with us is um, much appreciated, and hopefully we can keep this going week by week. Um, and if it gets better, maybe we'll do it a couple times a week. What do you think? Yo, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy that we're creating something, and you know, we actually just putting in work for it. That's a so. fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. So honestly, at the end of the day, content will be content, but people will be drawn to us. They like us. They mm-hmm. like us. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then they don't. Facts. I mean, uh, hopefully we're interesting enough uh, to, for the people to keep, you know, locking in on the podcast show. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. So thanks again. Um, you want to give you folks a quick recap of last week, just in case they didn't tune in? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, last week, our first pilot ran, and we just kind of talked about our backgrounds, um, Talking about Supreme, talking about streetwear, fashion, where it's headed. Um, that was just like a little, a little intro. But what we got, what we got going on today? Yo, I mean, I, I do have a pretty sensitive topic um, out there, uh, especially amongst the generational people. Obviously, it's me, Young Jedi, the OG of the group. Um, Splash is uh, obviously the Young G of the group. I used to be a Young G. Damn it. <laughs> but um, you used to used to be used to splash used to splash <laughs> used to splash. Are you used to splash or Are you used, used to splash? splash? Feel me? That's an inside joke. I'm hey, sorry, Pop. Ah, how man? <laughs> we we t- we, we going off tangents right we're now. We going off tangents. Nah, but I think the big news this week for me um has to be uh the Eminem MGK beef and the retaliation yeah. by uh, Slim Shady. Uh, I kind of I. I, I knew I, I heard you, you know, talking about it in the office and um, speaking about that beef and all that. But I don't know. For, for me, it was Speak just your mind, bro. Speak your mind. For me, <laughs> yes. Like Eminem dropped an album. Yes. Surprise there was, album. Kamikaze. Yes. Shout, out to, shout out to Eminem. Kamikaze. Yes. Shout out to Eminem. He is the legend. Rap God. Rap God. Um, 
When's the last time he dropped an album? He dropped Revival. That was, was like horrible. Was that like two, three years ago? No, bro. That was like this year. <laughs> it was like early in the year. It was awful. And and please don't go at me, man. <laughs> like, and, I, I know you don't like people who kind of say that the last album was trash, but yo, as an OG Eminem fan, that album was garbage. Remember there was a song with um, Beyonce? was smoke on the water or something dude i was so excited for the album to come out uh-huh. when it dropped it was such a, a poop stain of music that i couldn't believe that slim shady aka eminem aka marshall mathers uh, a legend in a rap game would put an album out like that because it was awful it, it just almost sounded fo- like forced uh-huh um obviously they didn't listen to it yeah actually the highlight of that album for me um he had a collaboration um with fresher have you heard of Fresher, MC no. out of Brooklyn? Nope. Yo, shout out to Fresher. Um, I mixed uh, one of Fresher's tracks, Bad for the Money original version and his remix version. This was many moons ago. Um, <laughs> I hooked up with him through a producer that hey. we both mutually knew. Hey, yo, yo, uh, chill, chill, chill. That's, hey, um, yo, but shout out to Fresher. Shout out to Brooklyn. Um, I think outside of Fresher and maybe, Be- I think it was Beyonce. Um, I guess we could look it up on the interwebs, but uh, the album was garbage, and I believe Fresher was like the only guest on that album. I don't. So know. you don't remember? This is this is not ringing a bell at all. I mean, yeah, not at all. <laughs> um, and and this is and and for the audience that's listening, um, I. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. Uh-huh. It came out December fifteenth last year. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was like it was two, a- three years ago. <laughs> Last year is two, three years ago? Wait, no, it said 2015. 2017. Oh, 2017. December 15, Oh, okay, okay. So we're just looking at the Revival Wikipedia page, guys, um, if you're following along at home. Uh, so, yeah, so the singles uh, was Walk on Water with Beyonce. And for anyone who likes Beyonce, they probably also, and every, every Beyonce fan, and correct me if I'm wrong, my wife is a huge Beyonce fan, and so are some people she associates with. They, it's, Beyonce can't do wrong. But she did wrong in this song. It was just a, not a good track. I got I got to take a listen to this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying. It'll be a quick listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I for for the audience that's listening, I'm not crazy heavy into like hip hop like that. Obviously, like the history and and um, I wouldn't say I'm too knowledgeable, but I would say that I just kind of know what's hot and what's not. Ooh, okay. I mean, that's and, fair. I guess that's fair. And, and I'm talking about like what what the youth is bumping into. Um, uh, the youth. The youth. The yes, youth. the youth is the future. And Young G's. Or, or I guess it's just whatever's on the radio, along okay. with SoundCloud and along with you know Spotify. Um, and with that said, personally, I mean, all due respect and all due. Um, you know Eminem and his rap and and his accolades like that's that's someone that you know I Eminem was actually the first artist I listened to um, for a whole, as a whole album like when I was younger did I understand every single word and every single you know lyric that he was speaking no but I I know that Eminem was the guy that was killing these beats with all with all these rhymes do you remember what album that was Oh man, it's uh, I mean, was it was it the last call? Is that no? It's not the last call. The Eminem show. The Eminem show. Was yes, like, it was like his uh, third album. The the one with the curtain. It was a red carpet. Yeah, it was Dad gone crazy on it. 
I think so. Going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was actually. Um, See, Adam, I didn't really listen to the first <laughs> album like that. Well, you probably weren't born when the first album came. <laughs> what year was that? Uh, let's. I'm gonna. See, yo, the, when you're dealing with the OGs, they always just clown on you. Oh, iPads probably came out like no, not iPads. iPods probably came out. You weren't even born. Yo, but I'm I'm talking about okay from an OG perspective, um, and my OGs out there can probably relate. The way you guys digest music is extremely left field from how we digested music, right? Um, so his first album was Infinity, which was a mixtape compilation. He wasn't on a label, but that was like the album, I believe, that Dr. Dre heard. Mm-hmm. And when Dr. Dre was like, yo, call this white boy up. Uh, we need to talk. Uh, that that subsequently went, uh, they sat down and created Slim Shady LP. Um, after that was my personal favorite Eminem album, which is the Marshall Mathers LP. Yo, this album, I was going through like a super difficult time in life. Uh, I was probably around 19, 20 years old. This album like really got me through. The Eminem show was the third album, and I'm going to dig a little bit deeper to get. Yes, I remember purchasing that. So do you remember? So you got Curtains Up, White America, Business. Ooh, Cleaning Out My Closet. Of you course. Know, you know? That yep. was my jam right there with the, with the guitar. Um, this was actually a great album, but out of those first three, I thought this was the weakest of the bunch. But those first three albums that he came out with were fire. Yeah, I remember Superman, Haley Super- song. Remember the video for that, <clears throat> Superman? No, I don't. I don't. There's a porn star in that in that video. Um, which for- one? Which where was a uh, Mockingbird at? Mockingbird? Yeah. That is that a song? Yeah. Okay, forgive my my memories. Everything's gonna be alright. Oh, you don't know Mockingbird? I'm probably sure. I'm pretty. Oh, oh man. I just don't remember, like, exactly. So you're telling me Eminem, the Eminem show is your first album that you listened to? Well. Or, like, just went breeze through? This is 2004, right? 2002. But but again, it's just a disclaimer. What, What I was saying was, I'm not. When I was younger. I grew up in the church. Okay. And so you couldn't listen to rap music, pretty much. <laughs> so I mean, I I could like definitely like all my music sources. Well, obviously, I bought CD albums. Um, it's mixed with K-pop and other you know rap content. But um, uh, you remember CDs? Yes. All right, compact the, discs with the with the Walkman and 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 you know you had the disc the, man, the disc man at that time. Was it was it disc man? Yeah. So Sony went from Walkman to disc man. Walkman was a cassette player. Shout Wait, out to my what? OGs. Wait, no, there was, there was a... Was there a Walkman CD branded? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I do specifically, so... Not to cut okay, you so off. Okay, so maybe, yeah, maybe... Not to, not, not to ruin your story, but I'm going to ruin it a little bit. Yeah, he cut me off all the time. <laughs> so, there is like a... I was, I was here for the cassette to CD jump. I remember cassettes. You remember cassettes? Okay, yes. so maybe there was a Okay, I might be mistaken, but go ahead. You So, basically, you're listening. Well, we, yeah, we would call it... CD players, we refer to Walkman. Okay. Makes and sense. I think it's because the Walkman brand was on it. Yeah, okay. Walkman was probably meant like portable for Sony. That was like a their brand for, for their portable device. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. And Sorry. there was a anti, um, like, skip. Anti-skip. Yeah. Anti-skip, You could yeah. literally, like, wave your CD yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And skip. Yeah. That was huge. Yeah. That was um, huge. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not the guy who... And it's still... Till this day, I'm still new to listening to um, albums 
I'm, I was more of like the radio guy. Who just kind of listen to singles. I listen to singles. Popular, yes. Pop so, music, so pop music. Yeah. So you know, perfect as as a DJ to know what's going on. Perfect. Um. Well, per well, perfect for me to. Was that know, a DJ? No. Oh, per oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, because I knew all these singles, whenever yeah. there was, like, you know, um, when I was in somebody's car or, like, if I'm ever at a party, not that I party, um, <laughs> I just kind I just, I just knew, like, what was, what was hot, and I would have my playlist, and, of course, like, people would bump to it. So, in terms of, in terms of, like, how you acquired that music, that was strictly off the radio? I think, yeah, yeah, strictly so off the radio. So there there was no, I didn't have that older cousin who introduced me, yo, this is Tupac. Yo, like, listen this to is, this Tupac, yeah, America's Most Wanted yeah. album real quick. Although I did have a cousin who introduced me to um, Big Pun. Oof. But I only know a single. How old, is that cousin older than you? Yeah, like, like five, six. Well, yeah, okay, okay. But um, my point being... Oh my gosh, shout out to Pun, man. Yeah, awesome. my, my point being is that, yeah, I grew up in the church, and, like, once I, you know, had a personal encounter uh, with, with Jesus Christ uh, when I was, like, seventh grade, mm -hmm. I joined the praise team. Okay. It's the praise team is where, you know, um, it's like a band that we had at our church. Like um, a jam band? Like, like a jam band, yeah. We have a main guitars. We have a piano. church folk yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, contemporary, like, worship music. Okay. So... Okay. Not to, you know, drag on, but, Not you know, cool. after, after that kind of pivotal moment of my life um, where I got involved with church, yep. our praise team was like, yo, let me see, let me go through your iPod and check. Let me check your tracks. Let me check your tracks, yeah, because, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it definitely affects you. So Absolutely. that's why um, from, from middle school to high school, I only listened to Christian music. Okay. And, and there's Christian rap, hip-hop out there. Yeah. Shout out to Lecrae one time. Yeah, Lecrae. Hey, I've heard of Lecrae. Rolling with my top down, listening to this Jesus music. Hey. Hey, yo, I don't know that music, but yo, that sounds pretty dope. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so my point being, I'm late into hip-hop. I'm, I'm late into the album game. and Well, I don't think you're necessarily late into hip-hop. I mean, there was hip-hop music, popular hip-hop music you were listening to, right? Yes. Nelly. But, but now, I'm in a I'm, now I'm in a place where... You know, these album like I understand that a full album like whether it's like sixteen tracks or whatever it's it's uh it's a body of body work body of work yeah. Yeah. yeah and to understand you know and dissect from the beginning till the end like it's you could you could take a single and be like oh like that track was dope but right. you don't get to see like the, the full artist intention and the album itself i think um to speak on that i i think um a lot of that really has to do with how the music game has changed over the last 30 to 20 to 30 well probably the last 20 years right um so a little background on how you know how we heard music here in new york and obviously being you know 10 11 years ahead of you um our first foray into music were were like mixtapes like for me uh, I mean, I remember my first album that I purchased with my own money, I bought a bootleg copy of The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Okay. So, um, I, and I cherish that tape. Even, like, you know, I knew it was a really good bootleg because it had the cover, but it didn't have the liner notes, and the tape had, like, the, the text on it. But I knew it was bootleg because literally... Here we go, OGs with the descriptions. Yeah, like, you back know what I'm saying? My, I gotta tell you, it work out, man. Like, he was basically the guy who used to sell DVDs on the street corner, but he was selling tapes. Um, and that tape, I, I literally rubbed the text off that tape um, after just jamming it into my Walkman um, at the time. And so when I first started, I wouldn't say that was my foray to hip hop. That was like my first hip hop purchase album. 
But I really fell in love with hip-hop when I heard a song called uh, They Reminisce Over You, Troy, by Pete Rock and CL Smooth. That was like the – that as soon as I heard that song, it was like a light bulb. Like, oh, my I have, God. I have like a blank face. Yeah, because you don't right even now. know who yeah, that is, yep. right? And I'm just nodding my head. Yo, just shout out to Pete Rock and CL Smooth. I appreciate y'all for introducing me to the rap game. Uh, they are a little bit old school. So for you young guys who have not heard of them – uh, I would suggest to look up some of their music. Uh, they're a staple in hip-hop, especially in the golden age of the 90s, but let me stop digressing about that. Anyway, I fell in love with hip-hop. I got my first mixtape, and then I wanted to find out, like, you know, okay, what, where do I go from there, right? You can only listen to that tape many, as many times as for so many times, but who's a major feature on that album? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was an up. Snoop Dogg was not the guy that you know today, who is an international star. I think he's hosting like a show on television. He came out in um in the the Korean rap show that I was talking to you about. He as, showed as up in the, overseas yeah. rap shows. I Mr. Mean, International. When you first saw Snoop Dogg, especially in the video for Gin and Juice, he was a thugged out dude from Long Beach. Like you wouldn't right. think. He is this friendly Snoop Dogg character that we see now. He was a thugged out dude. So after after I got through the Dre tape, I was like, yo, I got to rock with this dude, Snoop Dogg. He's dope. And he obviously signed to Dr. Well, he worked with Dr. Dre. They put out Doggy Style. And I fucking sucked up Doggy Style. Like, hey, oh, yo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pause on that. But I literally just listened to it all the time. Oh, and uh, for you young G's and OG's out there who've actually listened to an album, there's a skit on there about what you want to be when you grow up and Snoop's like pretending like to be a teacher and he's asking students like what do you want to be grow up you know you get your regular shit I want to be a doctor I want to be a fucking fireman I want to be a police officer and then there's a voice that goes like well I want to be a motherfucking gangster that was actually Lil Bow Wow and uh, Lil Bow Wow was probably like like seven I don't know how he was young and he was that voice and obviously Bow Wow catapulted him in the start catapulted in the stardom but that was how it kind of went it was like organic it's like okay I hear someone on one album All right, let me see if he has more music right and that kind of branches out okay well you can branch out a few ways from that you can listen to some nwa uh you can go back or you can go forward you can listen to tupac you can listen to easy e uh ice cube and that's really how it started for me um on the music scene i mean even on with east coast rappers obviously repping the east coast i'm from new york so i'm listening to a lot of east coast rappers the big thing out here was mixtapes dj clue uh dj envy uh dj absolute uh, DJ Who Kid, all the DJs you probably heard of, right. but probably not familiar how they got into the music game. All right, so it was before they, they to where they are now. Yeah, I mean you got Envy and Clue on one five point one here right, in New York, right. who are huge radio station DJs, um, and then you have uh, you know DJ Absolute. I, I haven't heard from him in a while, but you know I'm sure he's out there doing something uh, that maybe I'm just not familiar with. But who kid? He's got a show on G Unit Radio. He came up with G Unit, so he he's really popular. So, for that. so with with my background and with your background, yeah. And then and the topic that we started off with this Eminem um, beef with Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, okay. I felt. I mean, it's good that we you know we. Yeah, it's like a it's, a, dis- it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a disclaimer. I'm glad we were able to you know just share um where we come from and our backgrounds and um i think the point that i was trying to make is that when eminem dropped a surprise album kamikaze kamikaze yeah for me it was just like it was just like okay cool like i I didn't give the full album a listen right 
I know everybody was just talking about it. Like, yeah. you know, I think it's 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 number one. Like, it's killing it. it. it it's it's killing it. It's killing it. Um, but yeah, for someone like myself who you know gravitate more towards Drake and Kendrick and J Cole and mm-hmm. and, and and more of like the newer artists. I don't want to say newer. They're not like the more of your West, More of my generational. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, to but, me, it's just like Eminem. Okay. But have okay. So going back to that question, like okay, Eminem's just not really on your radar album wise. If you if Eminem really put out two singles that really took off the radio stations, you'd probably be like, okay, um, I got Eminem. Yeah. I don't think those tracks on Kamikaze are like on radios like getting. I, and I don't yeah, know for a fact. Yeah. I don't. Oh. But I, I don't hear them at sure. 9, 97 one five in the morning when I'm listening to it. Right. They talk more about Eminem than they actually play exactly. about music, which is one of my gripes about radio. But that's another topic for another day. But, Which on Spotify, it, yeah, it's no, every, like top top ten, top fifteen, it's all streamed. Is, yeah, you know, you know what's strange because we didn't have those kind of music platforms before. I don't know how those rank, right? So right. yes, you're absolutely right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Spotify, he's killing Spotify for yeah, sure. Yeah, but on the radio, I'm not hearing those songs. Like Drake has played three out of five songs. Right. Like, so, but going back to who you're listening to, your Drakes, your Kendricks, your Coles, because I'm also fans. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and shit completely on your entire generation of music. I like, I have a love a hate relationship with Drake, but I love. Didn't him. you say you like you like Uzi the other day? Uzi's cool, man. I think he's he's got a well. Okay, I'm not amigos. Gonna say, I'm not gonna say Uzi's cool 100. percent I'm talking about from the songs I heard on the radio. Uzi amigos, I can get down with in terms of like ignorant rap. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I I, I and like you like them. you like the. Well, obviously not the lyrics. The production is great. The production. Oh, like, like that fish fry song. See, I'm, a, I'm more of a beats person. Oh, so am I, for sure. Okay. But lyrics are also important to me and how those lyrics are delivered. Sure. Because I think the lyrics and music and the production of hip-hop kind of have to merge the form. Right. Like a cohesive song, right? Right. But just to your point, so your Drake's, your, your Kendrick's, your J. Cole's, and you not having a history of listening to albums, are you delving to their albums? Like, did you listen to the entire Drake Cole album? Did you listen to the whole Scorpion album? Scorpion, I'm still working on. Okay, it's a how many CD, tracks? Right? Is, yeah, I, I don't. It's know. It's like 25 I, plus. You probably know better than me. I don't like know. Like 15 I mean, on each. We can ask the interweb. Um, but yeah, I think I can say that now. I'm looking for more. I mean, there is like you know. Uh, yo, Splash, we out here. Like, let's, let's play some bangers. You know, shout out to Sheck West one time. Sheck you know Sheck West? West? Of course, man. Harlem World, what up? Stand up. So, yeah, there's there's that scene. The, the bangers, like, whatever gets me pumped up and, and having a good time. Uh-huh. Depends on the mood, too. 25. Um, there's 25 songs on that. 25 songs. Um, but, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, I do think I've been making more of an effort to... Yeah, listen to albums yeah. and do more research and yeah. um, see how even you know certain artists came together and um, just just the idea of listening to from listening from like the intro to the end is is new to me mm. and I think um, not I think but you know one of the albums that I kept on listening to was Jesus. Sure. I mean that's a few years ago. Um, sure. Um, Jesus and a Damn, Damn by, by Kendrick. Kendrick. That, that was just like on, on repeat. Yeah, Damn was a great album. That was Damn was a <clears throat> great body of work. I, I loved it. I don't think there's an album that Kendrick has put out that I didn't like. I mean, what was this? What was the album mixtape before Good Kid, Mad City, with ADHD on it? It had like 
the cover was like his desk and had some guns. Uh, and... No, I mean. Did, did, did you listen to that mixtape at no, all? No, I didn't. Oh, that was great. That was great body work. But, uh, but again, yeah, late to listening to like. Yeah, and that's totally fine. But my biggest, the, the biggest thing I want to harp on, and I, I don't want to belabor the subject in terms of like, I don't want to make this an old school versus new school thing. Yeah. Because well, it might be turned out depending on how our listeners are taking it. But um, when when albums came out, um, and this really goes back to uh, Drake put out a double CD with twenty six songs on it, or twenty five songs. I don't even remember the last time an artist of this generation, your generation, put out a double CD. This is true. Right? Do you remember that? I in, don't in, remember back that. in my day, uh, you had great double CD. First of all, double, I always had a problem with double CDs. It almost felt like every double CD that I've listened to were like, you could probably would have just made that one album. You didn't really right. make the double CD. Sans a couple albums. Sans, Tupac, uh, All Eyes on Me. Sands, Biggie's Ready to, uh, Life After Death. I thought those were two solid double CDs. But then you got Jay-Z who came out with a double CD. Nas who came out with a double CD. It was like, you guys could have probably condensed those songs, right? But my point is, is that in the golden age of hip-hop in the 90s or when I grew up, albums were long. They were like hour plus, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Because you had about maybe 8 to 12 songs and then you had skits. Oh, okay. There were skits. There were right. funny skits or skits about just positioning or making the listener say hey this is my life right and i used to love skits because they weren't music it was like two guys in a car talking smoking a blunt or something um one of my favorite skits was on the fuji's album the score uh you know the a bunch of the fuji's go to a chinese restaurant and they're like yo i want a fried chicken wing hard and the 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 the, uh, the Chinese restaurant owner is like coming back at him like oh you don't think I know Kung Fu I, I'm in the hood it was actually really funny if you get a chance to listen to it it's really funny but that's what happened like you would really fill these albums with a lot of content because at the end of the right. day you're charging 15 bucks for it right so you want to make sure you're delivering a quality album then you got the liner notes you got the CD so I thought 15 bucks was a very solid price for an album I miss the I miss reading the lyrics liner, the liner notes and the lyrics and yeah. albums I used to love that shit I used to chew that and up going through the pictures absolutely what I I really love where the liner notes because it, it told me, hey, who's the engineer? Who's a producer? And that was knowledge that your average hip hop head back then didn't know. Right. But if you were talking about that granular level detail, yeah. you're people were talking about, oh man, you're a fucking hip hop head. You know your shit. Right. And I retain that shit like a fucking sponge. Yeah. When when music became digital and we began just losing, how you retain all the Supreme um, StockX prices. Correct. Hey, <laughs> gotta get them one time. Check episode 001 for reference, y'all. It's on iTunes. Yeah, you know. Shameless plug and SoundCloud. Don't forget. But as time progressed, as I got older, as music began to lose sales, at one point, at one point, people were like, "Oh my God, Napster, this is done. When there's no more music, right? Albums began to get shorter." Hmm. Right, you now now skits have almost been are non-existent. So that's why that's why it got shorter. I believe that the the music industry had a, and the way people were digesting and buying music had a huge effect on how artists approach making an album. Okay, it was like, listen, I want to deliver six to eight hot bangers and keep it moving. Similar to what Kanye did during his run in the summer. What was that? Seven tracks over four albums. That was Pusha. That was Kanye. That was Cudi. Cuddy and Kanye's album. That was Nas's album. That was Tayana Taylor's album. Right. I think Tayana Taylor's out of everybody's was eight songs. Seven, seven songs. And that was like a half hour. That was unheard of. That would be a, a EP back in my day. Which is Short and sweet. Short and sweet. 
but that's how you guys want it, especially generational wise. And I think that's a difference is because you're, you're because of all this music available and information accessible to you guys. It has to be short and sweet. We can't give you a 50. Like if Drake came out with a 15 album, five skits, we'd be like, yo, what is he doing? Just yeah. I just want to hear. I just Kiki, want, nah, I just want to hear the part where Migos come out. Well, when Migos come out, you know what I'm saying? You <laughs> Feel want, me? You don't want to hear a skit with Drake in his S600 in Toronto cruising, right. rolling a blunt, talking to his buddy about what they about to do this weekend. Like, I don't know. That was cool I also, me back I, Well, yeah. I understand. I also feel like, I mean, we're just generalizing for the generations. Yeah. But there are those... Blanket statements. Yes. But there are those I just had to protect, you know, those who, you know, do their hip hop research and that's that's similar to my age or grew up in my generation. This is your perspective, of course. Yeah. There are there are definitely those that complain that it's not the same anymore. And I and and, and what and Here how do we you, go how do, you, how do you feel? Um I mean I'm sure you're like, Oh, respect like this young cat like you know, doing his research hater, right? and <laughs> yeah, like doing his research and you know, um, you know, state dropping bombs and his knowledge, saying like you know things aren't like how do you how, how do you feel when it's sort of like oh, um, you know, I was born in I don't know, in, let's say nineteen ninety five, and you know everything about Jordan. You're like yeah, like Jordan is the greatest of all time. So like, not to digress from hip hop. Um, but when it, when it even comes to sports, you have these kids that are my age, and they're like, yeah, like Fuck Jordan you, is LeBron a, is the best. Yeah, Fuck or Jordan. no, I mean, no, but I'm talking about for those that say that they were part of, not that they were part of the era, but they act like they were part of the era, and and, and like kids on, your age, yeah, my age. They're yeah. like, nah, you don't know, like hip hop's dead, like. Like the, like the like the kid the kid hype beast who's like, yo, all that new shit is whack. The the '90s was where it's at. It's right. like, bruh. You only spent four years in the nineties. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like I I run into I'm like, there's people that are like Tupac heavy. Sure. And um that's like during middle school, like yeah, I had some homies, like they thought they were like gang banging and they're like LA, like. Were you like Tupac. sitting there like bruh, you don't you don't claim a set, man. This, yeah. this ain't the music. Yeah, exactly. Like do you okay. this is not this ain't your lifestyle. Granted that you, it's not just because it ain't your lifestyle you can't listen to it. Yep. But um, I don't know. It's just okay. It's almost like uh, it's almost as if like, bro, you you weren't there. You weren't there. You didn't grow up with that. Yeah. And you know, fact like kudos and respect to you if you're going back now that we have YouTube. You want to research Michael Jordan's like dunk contests and stuff. But that's why when it ever came to Jordan or Kobe, I couldn't speak on. So you're saying so uh, to use a basketball reference, you're telling me that if if I was your age, right, my mid twenties, you're in your mid twenties, and I can't I go, disclose my age, but I, <laughs> what a well, you're a young guy. Splash, Michael Jordan's the greatest player of all time. You're like no, bro, Kobe Bryant is. And then we're having. I can't. I, are you going to say like my points are invalid because basically what I'm doing is uh, reading whatever I saw on the internet about Jordan and then submitting it back to you essentially? For me, it's it's like, yeah. Well, not that not that I'm going to discredit you. Yeah. Um. And and if you're speaking facts, you want to you don't want to do all that. I right. think that's what I'm trying to get to you. Like, how what is your opinion or how do you respond to? Oh, a kid like, like that who's talking to me in that way? Yeah. Like a young kid who really knows his old school stuff and we're having a conversation? Yeah. I would respect him a lot. I would, I would, obviously you can't relate to it because um, if you're born in the mid-90s, you can't really claim the 90s because 
I mean, you're five years old, the 90s are over, right? right? Um, to me, as an old school guy, I would totally respect that kid. Right. I'm like, yo, man, you have done your history. You've really read up on things. Because at the end of the day, I don't think as a, as a, as a person who didn't live in that era, era, I think it would be very difficult to have a conversation with someone who did live in that era yeah. about it, right? But if you're spitting facts and, and I'm like, yo, that, this kid's talking the truth, sure. that's a lot of respect, right? Right? Because I'm going to respect him because he took the time to research his history, but also at the same time, um, and I'm going to shift it back to music. He's like, yo, I love Wu-Tang Clan. You know, um, I know by the time I was really listening to them, they had broken up, but I love their music. I listen to 36 Chambers. I listen to all their solo albums. Um, that would be respectful for to me, but, you know, 9 out of 10, a kid's going to be like, but I love Lil Uzi Vert too. Um, he respects the music out of his generation. And I think if he goes, and if I ask him a question, like, what do you think's better, that era or this era? And he goes, you know what, that era, for me, I think that sound was much, you know, whatever his opinion is, and he's like, this sure. new generation sounds really not for me. That's just opinion, you know, and it depends on what you're supposed to. If I grew up with you, let's say I was your older brother, I would have never let you allow to discover music that way. I'm like, bro, before you even listen to rap, like these new guys, I want you to listen to three essential albums. Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die. Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. Nas, Illmatic. Let's start with those bass lines. And then I'd like let yourself explore and give right. you. But also at the same time, you're gonna be like, my friends are listening to Lil Uzi, bro. Yeah. They're listening to this guy. Yeah. So I think that way's great because, and this goes to a point which I'm gonna bring to, I think that's great because it's like, okay, I understand. It's like you learned what happened in the past to get you the music here, regardless if you like it or not. And I think one of the problems, and geez, we had an hour long conversation about this. We almost came to blows, probably. Not really, because I love this guy. He's a good guy. Hey, yo. <laughs> but I think one of the biggest problems with the older generation versus the new generation isn't about a different taste of music. It's simply education. As OGs, we're not giving enough education to the young Gs because out of arrogance. We're looking at you like, man, these young fucks don't know anything. These bucks don't know shit. Man, I talk about Mob Deep. I'm not even going to go into that because they talking about, yo, put me on that Migos album. But I think as OGs moving forward, whether that be the OG at the barbershop, the OG you work with, or the OG rappers, if they're not doing, if they're not, be, if they need, if we stop being arrogant about our generation is the best and actually go, our generation is the best because of this. I think that conversation of fuck your generation, fuck your generation, OG versus young G, that conversation dissipates. Not to be disrespectful, but probably disrespectful. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, when I listen to Jay-Z, yeah. I just can't. What do you mean? I can't, just the, again, I'm just a beats person first. So oh my goodness. It's just, no, how, I mean, like, how can you not no, like I mean. Just <clears throat> off the beats alone, he's got great production. The, just the, the older the, the beats back then and the beats today yeah it's different of and I, and it comes down to preference of course and you know what what is aesthetic not aesthetically what what is vis, um visual not visually Help audible me out here. audible yeah um yeah i just you just can't get down with i it. think i'm just about like the turn up i mean not that it's always a i'm only about turn up yeah but no, it's just some beats. I, it's just hard for me to. Big pimpin'. Excuse me, miss. None of these songs you feel 
production. And you're you have your right to your opinion. I'm not even gonna hate on that, bro. I'm not even right. Old school me would be like, what are you fucking crazy? Like, right. how can you not like those beats? Right. But but Jay has worked with. Wait, are we talking about his older catalog or his newer catalog? Like four four four. Um. I mean, four 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 is more of an updated updated Jay, right? Production wise, is production wise, really yeah, oh, production wise, his content changed a little bit. All of a sudden, he was conscious on four four four. That was really what the consensus was. Right. But you're saying, but can you? But listen? you know what? You know what it is. When here's here's the thing that's unfair. Yeah. When you were growing up and you were introduced to all these yep. songs and 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 that that prime wait what year? <laughs> we're not gonna talk a year. No, nah, we can talk about years. I'm but, not ashamed of my age or or or, or the time. I probably started. Listen to hip hop, 1988, 1989, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, and then I was heavy into. So, how would you describe that? What is that era for hip hop? In like a name, the golden age. The golden age. Yeah, the golden age. What would you name our era now? The crappy range. Oh. (laughs) The crappy age. No, I'm. That's a a, a really good question. My point being is that you had. You had the, and this comes to your, this goes to your point about education. Mm-hmm. We you've, had our time. You've had your time sure. of golden era. Like that was where all these gems and all these, and, and that time it was just, it was beautiful. Right. Right? Absolutely. Um, like lyrically, you know, Sharpness. just overall yep. um, sound. And, so th- it's kind of like you that was that like paved the way like that for sure that definitely paved the way for and sure. um unfortunately i wasn't born at that time and yeah I you didn't, weren't exposed i wasn't to that. exposed and to yeah, that yeah of course and well what's unfair is that it's not unfair it's no what i feel like is unf- well it's not unfair it's, it's not, life it's life yeah but that's what it is at that time you got to listen to the good stuff and I'm not saying none of the stuff. And you, here is good. you grew up with the good stuff. It, sure. Okay. Sure. And now with with um, the internet yep. and with all these streaming services and with you know obviously there's radio. Mm-hmm. You're even more up to date where you can see what is being played For and sure. um, what is hot now. Yep. And I feel like it's kind of you don't really need to. Well, because hip hop has become so mainstream, I feel like you don't need to research as much. It's just in your face. Like, yes, this is trap. This this yes. is hip hop. Yep. Whereas for us, if we want to learn or you know be educated on on the past, and we have to, it's like we have to go back and we have to do our research. And my point in sharing this is that. It's, it's, it's as if it's sort of like handed like you guys like grew up with it so you got to see the evolution and it's like handed it handed yeah. to you uh-huh. and then you guys pound us younger guys like hey, yo you guys let, hey, yo. you guys let us know saying yo you guys need to you don't know you don't know your history you need to go and edu- be educated you need to go do more research you need mm. to show more respect but at that time I feel like what about you guys you guys don't even need to Listen to old hip hop before our time. I that yeah 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 maybe that that's sense. and that like you sense. don't even need you didn't at that time. I mean I don't know, but correct me if I'm wrong. It's like 
at that time you didn't need to like go and like respect like because i felt like that era like the risk as it was going on the respect was earned and yep. and and you know later fast forward to today you can be like Fuck. no like yeah like we've earned it yeah. right like we yeah. produced it yeah. you, and you're telling us we don't true. respect enough very true um but if, but if you were my age yeah no i get it I ain't th- nobody gonna be like yo you or or was there you bring up really good points man and, and i'm glad you did that because uh to your first point number one hip-hop wasn't as mainstream as it is today right um you wouldn't i mean barack i guess was a dip barack's listening to jay-z he's listening he's listening to artists that i grew up with right um you know hip-hop is everywhere now and it's a yeah. beautiful thing honestly um despite my gripes with particular types of music coming out of this generation i'm proud of the generation of hip-hop that's out now for for fucking really they took for what it was and they blew it the fuck up they took it and ran with it and that's exactly what the culture wanted as a whole like we want this to branch out right music was music for people that didn't have a lot right it was a depiction of their life mm-hmm. it was a story of how they grew up different from what we've other the other people saw so um that's number one hip-hop today you can get hip-hop anywhere i'm not saying you couldn't get it before but Z100, which is New York's, for those out of state in here in New York or tri-state area, Z100 wasn't playing Nas music, right, in, in, in the 90s. But Z100 sure is playing Lil Uzi Vert mm-hmm. and Drake, right? So Z100 is a number one pop music station here in the tri-state area. So to see that evolution, that's huge because we thought we'd never be there. To your point about the history, like, did older cats who were older than me back in my day go, man, you guys don't know your history, you gotta listen to Grandmaster Flash and DJ Cool Herc? Absolutely. Absolutely there was that. But I'm gonna admit something as well today on the show, which you admitted earlier. I just couldn't get down with the beats of the right. 70s hip-hop. I enjoy some of the songs, for sure. Right. But I'm not gonna go back and down, like, if... Hey, I'll talk about old school, but you're not gonna find a Grandmaster Flash and a Furious Five album in my discography or my in, in my iTunes playlist. Um, it's just that music, like you said, which I'm beginning to realize now, it's just past me. Right. Right. I grew up with the music that I'm listening to now. It evolved from that, but I always had a tremendous amount of respect from how hip hop was invented in the Bronx way back in 19 late 70s mm-hmm. to how it got to me. I always respected that, and. I couldn't push forward if I at least didn't look up who those guys were or talk to older people and like, yo, school me on LL Cool J. I knew who he was through his singles, but LL came out in the mid-80s, late-80s, where I was just getting into the music, and I wasn't really feeling him at, at first. Um, but people were like, yo, this guy was a lyrical genius. You know, he represented Queens, Farmers Boulevard, and all that. So you're, you hit the nail on the head. It, a lot of it is like, listen, I just can't relate to your music. And that's no one's fault. That's not your fault. I think a lot of OGs nowadays are upset at the young generation because we don't understand how we went from an evolution of lyrics in the 90s to the mumble rap generation we have now. That's really the comparison. And not all the rappers out there are mumble rappers. Drake is not a mumble rapper. Kendrick, J. Cole, I don't consider guys mumble rappers, but you got your little Uzis, your Migos, uh, your Extension, rest in peace. Those mumble rap generation where the lyrical content is not is about popping popping pills and drinking 
lean or whatever the case may be. Listen, we had some ignorant rap back then too, but it was more akin to their lifestyle. Yo, listen, most of the music came out in the 90s about hustling, selling drugs in the hood, you know, moving drugs down south, smoking weed. Um, and maybe the music that we have now is an evolution from that. And as older, the older generation, maybe we just can't relate it to it because it's moved. And I'm sorry to say this, old folks, OGs out there, it's moved past us already. Yes, and that brings to my point. I'm tired of all you OGs and old heads <laughs> critiquing, speaking, um, breathing. <laughs> I mean, yes, like, I, I understand, like, well, I may not understand, but I, I could try to understand. It's, it's times have changed. And you know what? With all the, it's not like all the older heads now who didn't really listen to hip hop is getting into hip hop again. It's, it's the, the, the streams and, and the, the audience. It's, it's only getting it's it's only getting younger because it's it's, it's the it's, the, it's, it's the net has cast it so wide where I feel like um, and because and back to my point of you know or our point of hip hop being so mainstream. Um, well, do you actually feel like people in your well? Do you feel like there are older audiences that um, maybe get down? yeah that with get down, down with yeah. Here's a key, here's a thing and and. Because you said all that, right? Yeah. I'm tired of the young generation saying, like, the old generation's, like, old, de- they're dead. They don't even know what's going on. I, I, but bro, I, I bump stir-fry in my in my house. And I, sure. On a Sunday when I'm cleaning. I, I like some of the music that comes out of your generation. I'm not going to be the OG to say here, to say your blanket statement and say that your entire generation is whack. Because it's not. And it would be unfair to, to say that. Um, I think the point is, like, listen, if you had a guy my age... Who never listened to music in his life, and you put him onto the hip hop music onto now, it'd be the same case probably. Sure. Like, yo, this is dope. And if I played him a record from the '90s, he'd be like, eh, not my flavor. Like, Childish Gambino is dope. Right. I, I love Childish. He's one of my favorite rappers. Right. But if I put on a similar rapper to Childish, who can I compare him to? Maybe to like a Most Deaf or Talib Kweli. Um, even though their content may be similar. It's just gone. It's it, the sound is old, and mm. that may not appeal to younger guys just because you didn't grow up with it. Right. Just like with me, I didn't grow. I've been listening to hip hop since I was nine, ten years old. You know, I'm a I'm going to be thirty seven next month. Another well, yeah, not to cut you off, but cut to, to cut you off. No, that's that. Being tired is cut off. Shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just playing. Not to cut you off. Gee, <laughs> um, dang, I need. I want like a burrito right now. I'm like, yeah, I know you're hungry, bro. Um, but but we gotta feed the, we gotta feed we gotta, this content. For our, for our I audience. gotta gotta feed y'all before I feed myself. Yeah, feel me? Facts, facts, big super big facts. One thing that I am, well, I am in my mid twenties, but I'm not. I, it's like if I'm like a mini me of you, one day I'm gonna need a mini me of myself so I know what's hot and what's what's not. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of keeping up with fashion and like with music, mm-hmm. I still haven't figured out SoundCloud. Okay. Like, th- like you know, we talk about me neither. We talk about <laughs> mumble rap and like SoundCloud rappers. Like, I don't even know how these kids even get these streams or like you know even like get famous. Um, SoundCloud. And and yeah, it, it is SoundCloud. And 
I feel like um, that's a little like scary for me personally. I guess realizing that I'm I'm getting old. <laughs> like like yes, there's the there's the YG OG. I mean, you're gonna be OG one day. Uh, yes, I'm gonna be an OG. And one you day. might be doing the show with a young G. Um, because I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've died yeah. of heart disease right. and old age. Um, and you you feel that right? Yeah, and I just can't figure out like SoundCloud. Like there's these like the underground underground. Is that somewhere where the underground, the underground is on SoundCloud? I feel like that's where what what's considered uh, underground music. Well, I, I have a couple. Well, actually, maybe no. SoundCloud might have been a little more. I have a more couple responses to that. Number one, mainstream um, now, yeah. SoundCloud gives anybody the opportunity to upload music. And when I was in my, when I was your age and younger, when I was interning at Universal and at different record labels, um, you know, you always had these guys in the streets like, "Yo, listen to my CD. Yo, yeah. listen to my CD. Yeah. Pass this A and R." Yeah. And that's how it was back in the day. Yeah. Now. It's like, let me get on SoundCloud, and then all of a sudden you got one kid listens to it. Right. It's like, yo, this guy's pretty dope. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it. his friends start yep. listening, and it starts, it's, like, it's like fire. And this is what I always said about music. I said, because back in my day, there was an underground, there's your mainstream, right? And sometimes your underground artists wouldn't make it to mainstream just because they weren't appealing to that audience, and vice versa. But I always said, there, why, there's, why there's two different, it's the same genre, there's underground and mainstream, still hip hop. What I always said is that there's a lane for everybody, right? There's a lane for mainstream. There's a lane for rapping about politics. There's a lane for rapping about religion and faith. There's a lane for rapping about X, Y, and Z. Like, I think our conversation from a couple weeks back is that, yo, you turned around to me and you were like, yo, this um, Takashi, Takashi, Takashi 69 album. Takashi 69. Whatever you kids are calling him. Trayway. Whatever you calling him. Um, you said, yo, he his it's banger after banger after banger. And I think I turned around to you nine and said, of nine. yo, bro, I can't talk to you about that because Uzi, this uh, Uzi, not You Uzi. can't because you didn't listen to all nine this of This is them. true. You're 100% right. But let me finish my point. Damn, cut me off all the time. Takashi 69 like, I told you, like, yo, he's trash. I can't listen to him. And he's not hip-hop. And that was a very arrogant statement for me to say. Mm-hmm. Um but again, you like him or he has an audience because he has a lane. I don't oh, like I don't, what he uh, says. Like when he says he's the king of New York, I'm like, bro, shut up. People like, people are gonna, people are gonna flag me because of you know his I never said I like Takashi Six Nine. I like his okay, music. Bad. I like his music. Oh, you don't like him as an individual? Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll just that's like my thing with Kanye West. Like, I don't give a fuck what Kanye does outside of music. His music is great. Right. If he says the Trump stuff, of course that affects me in certain areas. But it's almost like, yo, he's an artist. Who fucking cares? I just stay in your lane. I just think just the production. Like, I don't. I don't even. I mean, obviously, you like the production on his album. Maybe I'll let me I give like it a listen. Pro- I like I'll his production. Yeah. I'll give it a listen. And um. Maybe we get some bubble tea after on Eucalyptus to Takashi Six Nine on the way. No promises. No promises. <laughs> um, but no, it's just I don't know. Am I listening to what he is saying? Yeah. No, I'm not. It's more the music, like the lyric. The it's the, more the, of the yeah. It's more of the vibe and the energy. And I mean, to be honest, every freaking like I've been hitting. I've been going to the gym the past two weeks. As is he on your playlist hard? He, I just. I, I just start start off with him Takashi Six Nine playlist. It just gets me, yeah. Okay, and that's cool. Um, 
I can't say the same because I really, you know, what, I'm, this is what I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold judgment on Takashi Six Nine to be honest with you. Outside of his watch, team, yo, yo. Outside of his hello podcast no, no, on no, the episode okay. 003. Never, never say never. You go, you gonna hear Joe be like, yo, nah, Takashi nah. Takashi, he not that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the final shit. You know, it is yeah. what it is. Um, I will here. Here's my man's gonna come back with rainbow buzz cut. <laughs> know about all that but <laughs> I'll, I'll give him a shot i'm not gonna say i'm gonna be able to listen to his whole album because i think the way he raps annoys me but you know what instead of being this you know uh hypocritical of the 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 generation of music that you have now i'll give him a listen i know if i gave you nas illmatic you, you you may scan through it might not listen to it no i will i will try to understand if you gave me a song i would tr- or an album i would try to understand maybe we can maybe we where... can do that maybe we'll exchange a couple tracks You're let's not go from, let's yeah. not go with an album because that might be too much yeah maybe we'll exchange a couple tracks we'll talk it to the audience we'll let the audience know but um like i said i'm not going to disrespect your generation my view on your generation's music right now i really can't get down with the mumble rap but listen i bumped migos and lil uzi at the crib not for their lyrics but for the music i mean their production is great you know uh stir fry is a catchy song you know uh uzi, what's the Yo, that was my show. When that song came on the radio, I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, A Boogie with the hoodie. Like, that's my guy right there. He's a new dude. You know, shout out to the Bronx. Shout out to High Bridge. Everybody in the X South Bronx. But um, I'm not, like I said, like, I can't sit here and be that arrogant OG, even though in some conversations I've come off like that, and diss your entire generation. I can't do that. I love Kendrick. I love J. Cole. It's because he already dissed him already before. Not... <laughs> You're, yes, I did, 100%. I did diss him. And I'm I'm still going to have very high opinions of certain rappers of this generation. Well, that high criticism, rather, of the rappers in this generation because I'm very critical. I Like like you said, you your foray into hip-hop was really based on the popular music that you were exposed to. Um, for me, uh, ladies and gents, um, little secret, I love my wife to death. But I love hip hop to death as well. Like, <laughs> yo, for, like I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Like, I mean, hip hop, hip hop culture, rap music. Um, I grew up with it, and I I listen to I listen to hip hop to this day as a thirty soon to be thirty seven year old man. And I, of course, most of my music is older. Um, but I love hip hop. Like, I, I love rap music. I love everything about it. I love everything about the culture. And if I love hip hop to say or be critical of what I see today in hip hop would be would be hypocritical. So I'm not gonna. I, I don't. I don't deny. I don't denounce your generation, bro, at all. There are just certain rappers I can't get down with, and I think that's okay. Um, I think the lesson learned here from an OG is that hey, this is what we spawned. Our music, our generation spawned your music and your generation. So maybe we're a little bit at fault at what's coming out right now. Mm. If that's a bad thing, and again, I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing. And I think from uh, uh, you know from your 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 um, your point, and correct me if I'm wrong because I'm speaking for you, is that yo I mean the OGs their time has passed, and I'm not gonna shit on them because of that or their opinions. Um, but at the end of the day, it, I just didn't grow up with that music, and I can't. It's not saying that I'll never get down to it, but it's not my generation, and that's okay. I think what it is is that it should spark a healthy debate, young G's versus OGs, like the purpose of this show to enlighten our younger and older audience about both of our views. And I think that's the beautiful thing about having these arguments, whether it be Jordan versus LeBron, uh, Wu-Tang Clan versus Migos. Who's, who's who? Jordan versus who? LeBron, James. 
Or, oh, <laughs> we got a Laker fan. I don't know who that is. All right. Michael Jordan versus Kobe Bryant. You know, conversation. Thank those, you. Those are healthy conversations. Oh, I know Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, you know Kobe. Uh, I mean, Michael Jordan. I just want to say I love Jesus. I love Kanye. And I love uh, Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough since we saying what we love. Yeah. Um, Yo, I mean, outside of what we love, since we're on the topic, who are your f- top three MCs right now that you're, that you, that's in the iTunes playlist, your Spotify playlist, your SoundCloud that you don't know how to use? <laughs> <laughs> the SoundCloud that we got our podcast on? Yeah, that you still don't know how to operate, but that's okay. We'll learn. We're growing. But we're I'm growing. working on the design. Yo, shout out to Cindy one time. You know who you are. Cindy, I haven't met you, but I'm loving the designs. We appreciate you. Uh, I hope Sam's treating you right. If he's not, let me know, and I'll beat him up for you. Oh, man. They're going to come after me. Um, a, talk to me, bro. What are, what are, what are the, the three? You know what? Forget the top three right now. Okay. Give me the three most influential artists on your musical tastes. Kanye, of course. Shot down, stand up. Um, YG. LA dude. That's just me. Okay. Um, Respect to YG. And Kendrick. 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 I don't know. All right, well, this might need to be another segment, but no, J. Cole has gotten better. And we, we, we briefly talk, talked about that. I like, agree. I didn't like J. Cole when he first Yeah. Um, and he was, you know, this guy that. Shout out to St. John's. Shout out to St. John's one time. You know, Ron Artest. That's J.U. Um, with, with J. Cole, I. I feel like he was just—I don't know—he was—he was just the first. Was would you say he's just kind of? Uh, I don't know if it's first, but the 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 regular guy talking about regular things, and that's why regular people like him. Like, I feel like because he was relatable, a lot of people liked him. He was talking about just real. Maybe not, maybe not like hardcore gang bang, whatever like lifestyle. But he was just talking about his life. Talking about his I life, went to college, yeah. How he went to college, yeah. New York, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say he's the first because a lot of I'm not gonna go into. Okay, this not topic. first, yeah. There's a lot of rappers who have done that. A lot of artists who've done that. Um, I won't discredit his. Ge- the the. Here's the thing: rap is supposed to be genuine, right? Yeah. Um, he he's very genuine. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, it, you feel that 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 genuineness when you listen to what J. Cole right. Heard. Right, that's um, what it, that's what it was. Not to not to go back to a dead subject, but that's actually a lot of my issues with today's music. It just doesn't seem genuine sure. to me as much as it. But as, as you said, yeah, there's. But that might be a generational thing. But that, I feel like there's different. You know, if you're going if you're going out, you're gonna listen to Future versus. Fuck some comments. Fuck some comments. Yeah, facts. Um, you'll you'll listen to Future as opposed to. J. Cole. Yeah, I like, mean, Jay's Jay, some. Yeah, Jay's got some bangers. Yeah. But if I'm like, yo, I'm going to the club, son, yeah. about to pile like Feel eight like, bottles. Yeah, it depends. It depends on. I'm putting on that yeah. future joint. Yeah. Yeah. No facts. Agreed. Agreed. And 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 back to Jay Cole. My issue with him was, yeah, he's genuine. Yeah, yeah he's real. you know real, you know real recognized real. Might be the last of your generation. A lot of my generation. <laughs> and, he teeters a lot, and, right? and yeah, and and I felt like he's definitely gotten better. But during that, during during like the first um, like few years of of his music, I felt like 
you just already kind of knew what he was coming what, out with. Like, what he was going to come... Like, you just... Oh, yeah, that's J. Cole. Like, we know what to expect from him. Right. But that's... And that's why he didn't he didn't really make it to my my top three. Okay. Like, what Ye and, and, and what he did... Um, 808 on Heartbreaks. Um, well, Graduation, I didn't listen to until later on. Great but album. He, he, but he's just kind of showed different... Um, types of sound and introduce sounds yeah where for me i haven't ever heard from anybody else from Ah. well like who's gonna make who's gonna make an album like yeezus if we're talking about kanye's i'm talking just production production wise okay hold on i'm just gonna bring up his discovery this this, is discography because uh, there's so much kanye west out there, right? And uh, his first album was um, The College Dropout. Mm-hmm. If we take a look at albums like The College Dropout, Graduation, and maybe Late Jet Registration, you can hear that he has a lot of influence from producers of my generation. And he said this. Okay. Like the RZA of the Wu-Tang Clan, who really was heavy on the soul samples and the slowing down of those soul samples. And sure. They, you know, putting a, a, a dope drum pe- uh, pattern over it. Um, Just Blaze, who's another, who's Just Blaze, who cites RZA as his number one influence. Um, Just Blaze and Kanye came out at the same time. Well, kind of, you know what I mean? They were the Rockefeller's two top producers. So when you say some of that, it kind of tickles me a little bit because a lot of Kanye's influence sure. are based on producers that I grew up with. And, and then he and, and he got he Jeff got Premier, those from them D-Rock. and then he he made but he made it his own. He made it his own. Made what his about eight oh eights? Well, because I'm ta- I guess I'm I'm looking at um, just from the the newest ones, the last four in chronological order it, by the year. Eight oh eights. I feel like he eight oh eights is a little bit different. Okay, do, do you know what an eight oh eight is? No. Okay, he names is well, isn't that a type of beat or no? It's a drums. It's, yes, it's it's comes eight oh eight is comes from a drum machine called the Roland TR eight oh eight, and um, my producers and OGs out there, if I'm saying that incorrectly, I'm pretty sure it's a Roland TR eight oh eight. It's a drum pattern, pattern, so if it's a drum sound, so if you listen to this whole album, yes. each song has the same drum pattern or sound. Right, that comes from the TR eight oh eight drum machine, which was oh, heavily okay. used in my generation for hip hop music. Because now you got your Fruity Loops computer. I don't know how... Fruity Loops? <laughs> hey, yo. I don't know if you're familiar with how music is made today versus how it was made in my day. Sure. There were more components. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've heard the MPC 1000, which is a nope. drum machine. Okay. Because you're young, foolish. Fool. And we don't care. And you don't care. But whatever. Because y'all listen to our music. Um, But your music wouldn't exist if it wasn't for us. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> we're kind of like your parents, pretty much. Uh, but the cooler ones. So 808s was different because Donda. His we mother, just ran away from you guys. His mom passed away, and he came sure. out with that album. Um, and then you have Life of Pablo, which I thought was his best body of work since late registration, outside of Watch the Throne or any collabo mm. albums. But um, Kanye's a student of hip hop. Yes. And if Kanye didn't know his past, he wouldn't. Yeah. Get to the okay. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I, know. I just I don't want to drop that. No. No. I think that's very Valid. insightful um and i think that is why um he's very innovative and he, he oh and out, outside and, of that he's, he's, he's just he's, he's just such up. a he's a genius yeah musically. and that's that's why i feel like he's he's the influence um 
and then there's and then there's just YG, just that um, gang banging lifestyle that that's that I that's not not I your like, lifestyle. That's not my lifestyle. That street shit knocks. But like but repping the West Coast, Coast, like you know, LA shit. Um and and then Kendrick, I don't, how would you how would you talk about Kendrick Lamar? I I mean Kendrick is similar to Kanye lyrically in my opinion. Not comparing them, but Kendrick is a student of the game. Um, he's obviously from Compton, where Compton is akin to Queensbridge in New York. Compton, yes. The, the, the talent that came out from there is just immense in that right. small little area, right? Yeah. So he had a lot of influences there to bring him up. And also, I think he studied a lot. I, I mean, if, I don't know Kendrick personally, but I bet you if I asked him, he'd, he'd probably regurgitate similar things that what I'm saying right now. Kendrick also... Shout out to Top Dog. Top Dog... Um, Kendrick also is a one of a once a generation rapper, right? Mm. Who's able to teeter the line between mainstream and underground, right? He's got both of those audiences and he's able to speak to them. And because now he's as mainstream as he is underground, he can elevate his lyrics to talk about certain topics. Like if you take a look at uh, Butterfly, right? That album was a, 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 a an album of celebrating and understanding what black people in this country have been going through, what have they gone through lyrically. You know, I don't think if Kendrick Lamar comes out with To Pimp a Butterfly for his first album, he's here in the game today because of the message that he delivers. But because he's already became mainstream and he had those those two different audiences, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And then he follows it up with damn which is like going back to his good kid Mad City roots kinda, mixing some Pimp the Butterfly sounds, and then talking about what's going on in his life right now. Mm. Like, he is a, the epitome. Kendrick is akin to a Nas and Jay-Z from my generation. Okay. Um, and Kendrick, like, dude, he's lyrical, which is one uh, important. And if you take his lyrical prowess and you lace that with dope production, you get beautiful music. You want me to introduce you to Kendrick? You know him? Anyways, that's, that, that's for next time. But um, back back to Eminem and MGK. MGK. Well, we we out. Um, we got what an hour five minutes in. Um, we want to close off. Well, our, let's close thoughts? off. Yeah. Off to this. And, and so, give me your uh, critique of this whole situation. I, okay, let's frame it because I want to put an endpoint to it because we're getting a little bit close to wrapping up. Yeah. Give me your critique between the MGK beef and, and, and Eminem. And is it, is it good for hip-hop? Again, for me, the way I took it is Eminem popped out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. All respect to like his skills, his, his, his accolades, and, and everything that he's uh, provided. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was random. And from what I know, it was six years after... MGK called out his daughter. Yeah, called yeah. call out his daughter. He comes with a diss, and yeah. then uh, MGK came with a diss, and he came back out of this. They were and sliding ha- each other between that, not officially on wax. Maybe a couple drops, but sure. They made it clear that Eminem wasn't really feeling him. Prior? Yeah, prior. Prior. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, and with that said, I think. Um, I think I'm an embodied, for sure. Okay. Um, and w- with that caliber of talent and just how um, 
just hopping on those two tracks yep. and then just coming back like that's it's yeah you mgk dealt with the wrong person um glad you recognize that youngin <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the wrong time but at the same time i i think this was um this was pretty bold of mgk to come back 100 i cannot disagree with that at all um his song wasn't wasn't that bad at all it was not at all and he, he flamed him and yeah, he flamed him real yeah, quick yeah like yeah it wasn't it wasn't just a quick knockout but he he definitely came back um with that said there's speculation i did my research speculation today that there's a conspiracy theory going on saying all this beef is made up that this is a setup they're both friends on the low that because it's got it's only helps out eminent i mean only helps well, out mgk well speculation is that the i don't know if it's two or three um a guy named ronnie J produced both of their beats so they worked with the same guy for their disses for each other both of them are actually from interscope records mgk's on interscope yeah i did not know that i did not know that either so that's jimmy so 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 both so i know we were getting excited about this topic yeah and on top of that there's record that mgk prior to eminem's diss to mgk yeah he recorded uh rap devil rap devil already six months ago really so and these are sources you're and, hearing and from? and yeah that that's wow it's, it's speculation today so everyone's like ronnie j and ronnie jace or jo- joyce is Whatever. the same person they're both interscope and you know they're just trying to beef of each other for uh, Sales. albums yeah and, and then uh with rap rap devil right mgk's response yeah mgk's response yeah, he yeah. you know through social media he said that yeah his you know kill shot was missed and He's gonna drop another album. I mean, he's gonna drop an album, album yeah. which is a perfect time. <laughs> so I'm here, like, what is what? What's going on? Fuck, man, that's some deep shit right there. Um, so that's why I was like, I know you were prepared to. You wow, know. that's crazy. So I was just like, and yeah. I want to give my two cents on this point yes, too. Yes, go for it. But okay, last question relating to that. First of all, fuck me, because I didn't even really fucking even think about that. Uh, that might be a worldwide exclusive right here. So, yo, audience, you know where you heard it first. Um, you know where you heard it first. Okay, outside of that, do you think it was good for hip-hop culture? It was good for hip-hop culture um, in a sense where I'm, I'm glad Eminem came back. Okay. Like, through through this disc, we like were able to hear... old guy still got it. Kind yeah, of yeah. Through okay. this, we were able to hear Eminem, like, like be relevant. Were, yeah, for sure. For sure, because that revival shit was not Eminem. Yeah. Um, okay, fair enough. I'm now, pretty- is it... Is it... Is this beef important or relevant? Like, does anybody care about it? No, I... It just sounds like, you know, two white rappers trying to... Um, elevate each other yeah elevate each <laughs> other and you know support one another that they, could very well be the case like i don't know if that's true and but. they both you know been under the dirt and you know why not and then it seems to be working and through eminem through this not only did eminem get his not i don't want to say exposure but for his relevancy to come back and and just come out with new music 
Um, but through this, MGK was able to get more fans and more um, exposure oh, yeah. for him for himself. Especially so, with a new album coming out. Yeah, so right, Eminem right. being relevant and, and kind of disrupting, like, you know, pause the Shaq West, pause the Drake, and pause the Migos, um, here I am. And then there's MGK saying, yo, I'm going a, I'm to a pull up to this guy and, and, you know, show him what I got. And I didn't even... I, Take your shoot, gotta shoot your shot. Yeah, I, I heard about Machine Gun Kelly, but it wasn't, you know, after, you know, hearing his diss, I'm like... Dang, who is this guy? I want to look him I, up, and yeah, you know. No, so, okay. This I can't. I can't disagree. So with that that's at all. that's my. I, I don't know. I don't want to get into what they did for hip hop culture. I don't know, and maybe you could speak on that and what what this has you know provided. For but sure. it was more for like personal gain. I feel like. Then wow, I didn't even know that, and I appreciate you bringing that to light because I did not know. Um, so here here's my thought. Full disclosure. Um, I dismiss MGK as another crappy generational rapper from your, from your generation, and anybody who said, "Yo, what do you think about MGK?" automatically said he's trash. He actually he actually kind of nice. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. So, again, full disclosure, I, I didn't care for MGK, nor did I even give him a chance to listen to his music. So that's on me, right? But because so he they, there's a bit of beef, right? M beef dismal revival. I'm pretty sure. Or, and then he said something, and then M drops Kamikaze. So, to me, I think Rap Devil was a phenomenal clapback. Like, when I listened to the song and I saw the video, I was like, oh, shit, this dude just went after M's neck, and no one has gone after M's neck. Right. Like, I was like, holy shit, like, for a kid that I've never even listened to, like, if that was his first song ever in existence, I'd be like, yo, this MGK kid might be something. Um, I mean, this guy goes... I think tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad always been mad cooped up in the studio yelling at the mic. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, damn, you're sober and bored, huh? About to be 46-year-old, 46-year-old, 46 years old, dog. Talking about I'm going to call up Trick Trick. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man up and handle your shit. Mad about something I said in 2012. Took you six years in a surprise album just to come with a diss. I was like, damn, yeah. that's that's pretty scathing. Yeah. I was like, yo, I, I immediately put on my Facebook, I was like, yo, MGK, dope track, but I don't think you want M smoke. Right. Right? Because anybody nobody goes at Eminem because they don't want that smoke. Right. That's why Eminem, even in his whole career, he can only shit on Christina Aguilar and Britney Spears. Because no other rapper is gonna come at this boy's neck like that yeah. in fear of ruining the career. So when MGK did that, I was like, damn, bro, your career might be over. Eminem comes out with Kill Shot a couple days ago. And I was like, where have you been? <laughs> I was like, Em, finally, someone ruffled you enough yeah. to fucking clap back Slim Shady style. Yes. And he fucking yes. clapped back, you know... Rihanna just hit me on a text last night. I left hickeys on her neck. Wait, you just dissed me? I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line. Compliment me on the next. Damn, I'm really sorry you want to watch me have a heart attack. I was watching 8 Mile on my Nordic track. Like, here's the autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a starter cap. Like, that flow, the right, wordplay. Right. Like, 
That is Eminem. That was that was a little throwback. For you know me. what I'm saying? Yeah. He got called out a couple weeks ago. I think it was Charlemagne the God who yeah. he also dissed because he rhymed chimes with rhymes. Right, right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you falling off. Like, but listen, you're a mil- bil- like you're a multimillionaire. Yeah. You don't live. You you're not living in a trailer park. So of course you got to think Eminem's not going to be as sharp as he was before. But shit, he came to fuck back out with this joint, and he he definitely you know went for the jugular. Um, I be I'm waiting for M M definitely murdered him, but I will say, MGK definitely gave him a run for his money. Um, if we keep it on wax, which I think it is, I'm gonna stay. But Eminem has been known to pull out guns, so. <laughs> but I think it's gonna stay on wax. If it continue on, continues on wax, I'd like to see it progress to see who's gonna clap back. Like because it's good for hip hop because it keeps us in the mainstream. Beefs are good as long as they stay on wax, like as I alluded to. But I think. It's great for the culture. Um, number one, it's great for Eminem to kind of defend my generation and say, "Hey, we're still here, um, and this is what rap is talking." This is how we're. Yeah. I'm not saying we're gonna take over. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see albums from Method a, Man. A, a little, a little, you know, uh, peeping your head out, saying, "Hey, we still here." We still hill cut like a little we turtle, like, "Yo, I'm here, bro." Like, don't forget about us. We laid this shit out for you, but I don't see, start <laughs> seeing albums from the old or, or you know, Method Man dissing. I think this, this is done. It's done. It might be. It's probably done. Yeah, I mean, you it's probably have done. the album out and, you know, it's... But to hear that shit that you just said is very interesting. Yeah. But, um... I mean, not... I mean, I... I haven't, like, thoroughly investigated or course, anything, but... We're not I'm saying already, this is fact. This is speculation. I'm already... I'm, I already believe it. I kind of believe it, too. Yeah. Because it's just... Y'all yeah. from the same label? Yeah. All right, let's look into that, man. Yeah. We might have to segue back into uh, next episode and bring that topic back up. Um, but, uh, yo, it was good. I think M flamed him, and MGK gave him, you know, he took a shot, and he hit that three-pointer. It just wasn't enough to win the game. Mm. But, um, yo, that was a, this is a good conversation. Always. You know? So, um, yo, audience, we appreciate y'all. We love your feedback. Um, please let us know in the comments on SoundCloud. Uh, we're now on iTunes, so just look up the Young G OG podcast show, and you should find our pilot episode. And shortly after, you'll find uh, our second episode, which we are obviously talking to you and recording right now. Um, so make sure you check us. Also, at the same time, um, if you're shy on the comment, please email us at the Young G OG podcast show at gmail.com. The Young G OG podcast show at gmail.com. Um, Splash and I would love to hear from you, not only from a feedback perspective, but if you have any questions or commentary regarding this show or the pilot show, uh, we'd love to hear you. And hopefully we'll take that email. We'll read it out loud um, and we'll discuss it. Um, So, yeah, let's not forget about Instagram. It's at YGOG podcast show church. Once again, that's at YGOG podcast show on the gram for all you millennials out there year and for my old school folks hit us on the email <laughs> slide in the dms slide, yeah young, yeah slide slide in the dms what is that i'll be i'll be running the i'll be running the account so you know you'll be sliding yeah because i don't even know what instagram is bro <laughs> but yo as always follow at splash follow at young jedi fresh for our personal igs um, make sure you email the Young G O G podcast show at gmail.com for your commentary, questions, or overall feedback for the show. Whether bad or good, I'll fucking take it. It doesn't matter to me. But um, you're listening to, once again, Splash and Jedi. We are the Young G O G podcast show.
signing off. Yo, Splashy, we out here. Have a great week, y'all. See y'all next time. See you next week. Peace.